you brothers and sisters in Christ. How many hours of sleep did you get last night? Seven? Was it a really restful seven hours? No sound. I have no sound. Well, there we go. Ask and I shall, yes. <laughs> Seek and you shall find. Knock. And what? I guess the door will be open. Amen. <laughs> we need physical rest. We need sleep. Because without it, our bodies wear out. We're not as sharp as we ought to. We begin to make mistakes. And our health can decline. Rest is so important. But there is another kind of rest that Jesus alludes to in the gospel lesson. It's a spiritual rest. But do we really, or do we fully grasp the need for us to have this spiritual rest? We carry a lot of extra weight today. I'm not just talking pounds on the body. But the problems that we carry in this life I mean, listen to what, uh, what St. Paul says. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate to do, I do. And if that's ever a picture of God's people, of the world, I know that nothing good lives in me. Wow, it's a pretty profound statement there from Paul. For I have a desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. So I find this law at work. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. This is why we need rest. Because as we go about our daily lives, our weekly lives, or our walk with him, those things that Jesus tells us to do that we should be focusing on, a lot of times we don't do them. And we go with the ways of the world. Because it's easier. Or maybe I perceive there's more benefit from that way. St. Paul is telling us is that life is very difficult. And then he says in verse 24, what a wretched man that I am. Have we ever thought about that ourselves? What a wretched person that I am before God? Well, we'll wait a minute, Pastor. I'm not wretched. 
But that person in the pew two rows behind me, or the two rows ahead of me, or the coworker, or my neighbor, now that, that, no, no, that's a wretched person. If you want to know, I'll give them your phone number and you can go over and try to talk with them. I'm not going to. You see, when we look at this whole theme of rest, we need to first start looking on the inside. I can't change whether Ray is going to fall asleep during the sermon or not. Everyone looks back at Ray. We're looking back at Ray. I am responsible for myself and for my actions. And I think St. Paul here is focusing us. He said, yes, even though I'm a wretched man, he said, who will rescue me from this body of death? Jesus. And thanks be to God. So Paul is pointing us to someone who can change us. And that is Jesus. But yet life goes on. And we continue to make mistakes. We, we continue to stumble. And then there are those things that I call our obligations to ourselves. These, these checklists that we have to do that if I get up in the morning and I do this, 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 and this, and this, then I'm going to have a great day. Or let's transfer that over to religion. If I do this, 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 and this, then God will look at me, see, with me, see me in, in favorable eyes, and then affirm to me that I am worthy of eternal life. Or in order to please my neighbors or my friends, I have to do this set of list of things. Do you see how burdensome and how tiresome that is? And so Jesus gives us a simple invitation. He says, come. That's it. Come. Twice in this passage, he says, and I will give you rest. It's not a rest like a month vacation would give you. It's only a rest that can come from our Savior. No amount of napping can even come close to the rest that Jesus provides. You know, it's kind of interesting because Jesus promises us rest here and that if we come to him, he'll give us rest, but yet, did Jesus live a restful life? From the very moment he entered into this world, his life was filled with unrest. From the very moment they wanted to seek out to kill this Jesus. Let's eliminate the competition. But yet Jesus went to the cross. And the tomb is empty. And so when he says, come to me and I will give you rest, he says, I'm not going to maybe give you rest or hopefully give you rest or 
Maybe later you can have some rest. No, it says, I will give you rest. So where do we find this rest? It's not within ourselves. It's by looking to Christ. You know, I'm not telling you something you don't know, but it's pretty depressing today just to pick up and read the newspaper. We think what hope there is in this world. And we pray that the Lord would change circumstances, that he would change people's lives. But do we ever ask the Lord to do that for us? You see, to be agents of change, you need to start with yourself. And then you can go out into this world. And to be a Christ-like disciple. And to pray for others. And maybe minister to them if they need that ministry. You know, what I think is interesting of this, our text here, in... A paraphrase translation, it's not a, an official translation directly from, from the Greek or Hebrew, but a paraphrase, it says this on the beginning of Matthew. Jesus abruptly broke into prayer. Thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for you've concealed your ways from the sophisticates and the know-it-alls but spelled them out clearly to ordinary people. You know, I wondered for a while yesterday why Jesus kept it from those who were the learned. And then I think it came to me. As soon as we get ourselves into the answer to the problem, we begin to muck it up and begin to make it about us or about the way that I think things should be worked out. But here Jesus says, I spell them out to clearly ordinary people, to those who have childlike faith. You know, kids will accept things at face value. So are you tired? Are you worn out? Jesus is saying, get away. Get away with him. Come to him. Give your burdens, your problems, your challenges, give them to Jesus. Why? Because he's the one who can handle it. And for all of those mistakes you've committed in the past and that you're still carrying the, the guilt and the burden from that, give it all to him. Psalm 103 says this, He has removed our sins as far as the east is from the, rest, the west. So if Jesus no longer remembers our sins, 
and our burdens and our guilt and shame. Why do we? Let's give it to him. At the end, in the middle of the text, Jesus says, come and learn from me. That's what he wants and why we're here today. Is to learn from the only one who can change circumstances. Learn from the only one who can give you what you truly need. And he did that by taking all of your guilt and shame and your burdens and your sin and your problems and nailing them to the cross. And then we get to rejoice on Easter morning when the tomb is empty. I think maybe hidden in this gospel lesson Matthew is saying is, brothers and sisters, let's live as Easter people. Because as Easter people, we know the battle's done. We know we have that rest in him. May the Spirit be with you. May the Spirit give you encouragement and grace and power as you live out your lives. And to remind you daily to submit your worries and your challenges to him. Amen. We rise and confess our faith now in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and